Saka! Suck it! How are we doing, everybody? Money Moguls, episode 9. Uh, big news, I guess, from the from the crew. I think we're going to switch over to Saturdays rather than Thursdays. Uh, you know, everyone's got big boy schedules at this point, so find Saturdays a little bit easier for us. Uh, it makes a little bit more sense, too, with all the college basketball games on Saturdays. And... In the upcoming NFL season, you got games on Sunday, so and a great day to drink. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's it's a win-win-win situation for everyone involved. So that was our big news for the day. Uh, talking college hoops for the most part today, maybe a little something, something sprinkled in at the end. You never know. We got Scrap and Reno here today. Hey, Scrap. I a little. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Reno? I was just gonna say we got Scrap and Reno. Scrap's got a little hair myself too, but he's got a little hair of the dog in him today. I don't know if you know what that means, but we'll leave it at that. Hey, I'll give you a little nugget. <laughs> Roughly 43 million Americans, about 17% of the population, will get unwanted Valentine's Day gift in 2019. This calculates to about 9.5 billion spent on gifts nobody fucking wants. So happy fucking Valentine's Day uh, to everyone out there. Nice, nice. <laughs> That's a very uh, depressing note from scrap there but i can appreciate that. me and rj spent our valentine's day playing fortnite hell yeah just all night <laughs> just have some beers you know play some fortnite get some dubs it's a good time you know no stress no waiting in lines at restaurant no spending uh 200 at a dinner you know it's just ripping fortnite free to play baby no flowers no fuck no i went into shaw's and i swear to god every husband and every boyfriend in marshfield was in Shaw's buying flowers. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> and it was yeah. like 4.30, and it was like, it was so, you could tell it was so last minute. Everyone was just kind of you know, People around. were getting out of work at that time. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, the wife's coming home, you're like, oh, shit, I gotta get her something. But it's yeah, one of those maybe. things, too, though. Like, if, if we all had girlfriends right now, I think we'd be at Shaw's buying flowers at 4.30, too. Like, Is there, yeah, I, I bought some from my mother. I'll... I, I, I was thinking that I probably should have. I didn't think of it. I was so ready for the Friday feeling that yeah. I just kind of like went straight, went straight, went to the gym, went straight home. But isn't that like the most awkward thing when you go to like buy flowers? Like you're so out of place. You don't even know like, like you, you know what like a tulip or like a rose is, but you don't know what to buy. No, you don't know. What you're I, I always walk up to the lady. And I'm just like, these look good. And I explain my situation. Like, yep, girlfriend of a couple of years. Or like, I'll be like. It's for the mom. She'll be like, no, 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 no. Those are romantic ones. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. Ones. And uh, she's, she's just laughing at you because she's yeah. like, this fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> right. pretty much. It'll be like a random Tuesday. It'll be like an anniversary for your girlfriend. You'll be like, I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, so. I some help. Yeah, one of those things, it's, it's, it's tough, you know. No one wants to do it. Yeah, but everyone's got to do it. <laughs> it's it, Yeah, it's, it's just expected, which sucks, you know, like. I, I'm the kind of guy who will do it on a random day because it's more meaningful. Where it was like Valentine's Day, it's like who wants to wait in those lines and get upcharged on the flowers and shit? It's fuck that. It sucks. <laughs> it's a stupid made up holiday. I'm, then, not, I'm not bitter at all. And then like to add to the awkwardness, you feel like such a dink when you uh <laughs> when you fucking walk out of uh like Shaw's or whatever you're, wherever the hell you're at and like you just got like some flowers in your hand. Everyone's looking at you like what is this guy doing? <laughs> like dumb. you don't look romantic at all. Right. Yeah, yeah you, got your, you got your peacoat with your sweatpants? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the peacoat sweatpants combo. It's but like biz, a bi stapled look. business on top, like hanging out on the bottom. Party in the back. Exactly. Oh, easy access. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, All right, so 
Wait, you, had, you had a question to ask. Yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> in the midst of uh, two, two minutes left on one of my bets. You know, college ball starts at noon. Yeah, we're, uh, we're ripping uh, the Oklahoma State. Texas Tech game as we're talking. I mean, so. it's right at right at Vegas's ballpark where they thought the game would end. You know, Tech favored by three. Uh, it's a one oh, point game. What the hell is this guy wearing? Um, <laughs> but anyway, so that being said, uh, my question, I want to hear what they have to say because I'm on the fence on this one. What is more frustrating, losing a bet straight up or not taking a bet that just absolutely hammers? So. Not taking a bet. Yeah, I think it's far more frustrating because, like, you, when you bet, you win and you lose. It's a, it's a constant battle. It, it, with, but if, if, if you're down though, and like there's a bet, like you're like, all right, like I've been looking at this all day. Say you're like, I'm gonna put a hundred bucks on it. Yup. And they hit, <laughs> and you're like, fuck me, the bet I took didn't hit. Like, yeah, that sucks. But it's always, I think, harder a harder pill to swallow when a bet hits that you didn't end up taking or even worse you thought about that bet didn't take it and you're like ah oh, i'll take you know what i for some reason i like <laughs> i for some reason i like this bet better and take it like a whole different team and you're like they get blown the fuck out and it's like well fuck <laughs> see i think i think that this question is got two parts to it i think that when when you lose a bet when you're winning it's whatever and like not taking a not taking a bet that smashes is like it's whatever when you're when you're down on the book i think not taking a bet that smashes is worse like losing yeah. losing yeah. a bet isn't frustrating when you're winning well especially if you're down if yeah. you're down and that and you're like oh i would have like tossed i don't know like 40 50 bucks just to kind of like chip away yeah and that hits and you didn't take it it's like well damn like i could be like down 90 down to like 40 or 50 and that's that's a huge difference yeah you always do the math you always do the math crap with a math lesson for everyone at home (laughs) yeah you always do the math like when you're like wow if i took that like i'd be up this i'd be up that like when you lose a bet and you're up you're kind of just thinking about the next one so i think it's a pretty pretty interesting question if you ask me for sure uh very very open-ended you can go so many different angles with it like Bill Belichick, though, you know, like you're on the Cincinnati after that, mm-hmm. after that bet, you know. I need this game to go to overtime. Holy shit! Yeah, on on to Easter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was funny, dude. That some was of, solid. Some of the NFL Valentine's cards, I was like, all right, that's a little. But you're reaching. Like Josh Gordon, they threw like five puns in there. I was like, all right, like let's let's not do that. But there were other ones, like the the classic Falcons one. It's like, hey, are you a twenty-eight to three lead? Because I want to blow you. Like, like shit, like that's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. Like every team had one, and then it was just Josh Gordon. It was just like literally five puns about smoking weed and suspended. I was like, "Come on!" Man. Yeah, Imagine, we all know that. Like, leave the guy alone. Imagine sending that twenty-eight to three. I'll blow you to like a third grader. You're like in third grade, and you just oh, uh, I was like, why would I oh, send that no, to a third grade? Okay, that sounded really creepy. You fucking but, sicko. No, but imagine being in third grade and just being like, "Imagine I have a twenty-eight to three lead, and I'll blow you." What oh, third grader would have access to that? Like, whose parent is buying them that? I don't know. Right? If I was a cool dad, I would. <laughs> You're not going to be a cool dad. You're going to be like the absolute stiff dad. Doesn't let anyone do anything. Yeah. Um, I'll hop into my uh, what I wanted to talk about when it comes to hoops today. I'm actually going to backtrack and put um, Duke UNC rather than my other point first just because it makes more sense in my mind uh duke unc the that game was last saturday mm-hmm. yeah so it was a week ago today um 
I don't know. What were you guys' thoughts? I'm probably the biggest Duke fan uh, in the North Northeast. <laughs> On both sides of the Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, I can't say, like, down south because th- there's some, I mean. There's some hardos. Yeah, there. there's some hardos down there. But, like, I will back Duke up in any conversation. I'll go into a 30, 45-hour-minute conversation and tell you why you're wrong. You um, give me your own thirty for thirty on Duke. Yeah, Christian uh, Leitner. I just I, I my one of my main points about Duke is always like, especially if you're a Celtics fan, which more often than not is what I come across. Um, I think it's hard to dislike Duke as a university. Yeah. I can see why you don't like them is because they don't play your typical type of game, but like Duke has Jason Tatum, Duke has Kyrie Irving, and I know Kyrie Irving's kind <laughs> of watch it with Yeah, but you if you're being on that's see that's the debate we go in for 30 minutes. If you're going to sit here and say like I fucking hate Kyrie Irving, fair enough, but you also got to remember that you fucking loved Kyrie Irving when he showed up. Yeah, before he Yeah. Did anything. yeah and, I mean, and and and, and you got to also know. remember when we drafted Jason Tatum, a lot of people didn't really know what he was about including myself. I knew he was a solid Duke player. I didn't know he would transition this well into the NBA. So hey, it's it's always a hit or miss on people that talk about who Duke. Who do you players. take? Markel Fultz, Jason Tatum, or Lonzo Ball? <laughs> uh, that's obvious. I don't even have to I don't even have to waste some energy on that. The Celtics locked into that big time. Yeah. They traded down, picked up more picks. Which that with that being said, I think that people in the NBA don't want to trade with the Celtics anymore. I uh, you, you see it at the deadline. They just really don't want to waste their time. I think that like one. yeah they should have but no one no one will trade with them because they just they've snubbed so many people in the past so that people don't want to be the next victim of the Celtics trade Dude, that that Nets trade from like 2014 or 15 which was, looked terrible was just absurd which like, looked terrible the at the PS start yeah. yeah i mean like kg it's like what do you guys kg doing? had been like <laughs> a fucking injured throughout his years with the Celtics towards the end like he just he was a shell of him his former self. Paul Pierce, that was a very tough pill to swallow seeing him leave, but, like, the amount of picks they got was absurd. And yeah, like, they're without, still getting without, this, Yeah, uh, without that trade, the Celtics are nowhere near the team we see today. No, absolutely it's not. probably like Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> well, yeah, Jay Crowder. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas with a fucking busted hip and Jay Crowder, who is not good unless he's on the Celtics for whatever reason. Well, that's why I... Th- I- I think Marcus Smart's a lot better than Jay Crowder. No doubt. But he's a way better leader. But I, but I, I, I like to compare Marcus Smart. Yeah, absolutely. But I like to compare contracts. They had similar <laughs> contracts, like low, low contract with like a very solid player for what you're getting for that contract. Right. I'm a firm believer that you should get rid of Marcus Smart because I think once Damn. the time comes to go trade him, he's not gonna be worth it because it's gonna be a one year rental and then he's gonna have to get paid. So like I'm who, Tra- smart? Yeah, I'm trading him. He's already paid. He's getting $14 million a year. That's not paid to me. He'll get twenty five on the open market when he becomes no, a free agent just, again. No, they just signed him signed last year. Yeah, they, they gave him a, like a short, I feel like, like a bridge deal. like a almost. sweet deal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm pretty... I mean, I'm not even going to pull it up, but I'm pretty sure that... Marcus Smart's only getting paid about $15 million a year. He's nowhere... He's not even close to twenty, but... Um, no, but he's signed. He's like, he's under contract for a few years. Yeah, he is, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. When you go in the open market in a couple years, whether it's next year or five years from now, Marcus Smart's going to demand $25 million. Uh, he's not an offensive presence, but it's just what it is. Uh, I think you trade him early and get some value for him. Uh, he's your only trade aspect in 
the Celtics organization because you got Tatum, you got Brown. Those are unmovable parts. And then tell me somebody that's going to take a trade for somebody. Like, they're going to accept a trade that has, like, Daniel Tice or Robert Williams. It's blasphemy. No, I, I can I can see where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, so but. You, your only trade piece is Marcus Smart, and I think it sucks. His contract's great for what he what he's yeah, getting paid. Yeah, see, that's, that's where you lose me because he's <laughs> a free agent in 2022 and he's 28 years old. And how much is he getting paid this year? $12 million. Exactly. Why would you trade that away? Like, you're because not going to get be, that value in return. Be, you're not, but you're, you're not going to be able to... You're going to lose him for nothing if he goes into the open market. I would much rather keep him now and lose him in three yeah. years in the right, open would market. You, would you want to pay him for 20 plus million a year? No. Exactly. You let him walk. Exactly. You so get something for him now. We're at such... Like, we played such good hoops when he wasn't here and he was injured. I mean, it's it's beyond the fact, you know, I, I, I'm going against especially with Celtics fans, uh, a conversation that a lot of people don't want to hear. And I've realized that with bringing it up. Um, I'm kind of in the the minority rather than the majority with this one, but it's just a personal opinion. I would trade Marcus Smart. I would get some good value out of a guy that you can get for like a couple years and almost flip the contract you have for him. Get like a young guy that has potential and trade Marcus Smart, and then he's like 24, 25, and you're paying this guy like $8 million. Then you go and pay him $15 million in a couple years. I, so, I feel right, like... Reen, Reen, let me, let me ask you this. Would you rather keep Smart or Gordon Gordon Hayward? I would rather keep Smart. I would trade Gordon Hayward yeah, for a I, bag of yeah. potato chips right now. <laughs> Reen, I feel like the guy you're describing they get in return for Marcus Smart is Marcus Smart. Like, he's 25 years old making $12 million. Like, you said 8 for a younger guy, but like... You said you still have to sign that guy for 15. Like, who knows what the team looks like. With team control for three years at his cap hit, that's ex- like you're not going to find better value for a guy who plays the defense he does. Like, who do you think they could get in return for Mark- a Marcus Smart trade that you would rather have? Um, for like, a similar contract. Off the top of your head, if you if you knew anybody. I would, like, uh, a guy like um, like Harrison, Harrison, uh, Harrison? G- not Barnes, Giles or whatever. He's probably worth $5 million. I wouldn't mind getting him. Uh, he wouldn't value that, but I'd, I'd package something as well. I really think that we need big men in here, and I think the surplus surplus of uh, guards in Boston is getting a little frustrating. Uh, I feel like you got Tatum, you got Brown, you got Kemba, you got Wanamaker, who's a low end deal. It just there's so many guys that can do exactly what Marcus Smart. The only thing that Marcus Smart can do that a lot of guys can't is play. Uh, superior defense but you see it in the playoffs and this will come out remember this in the playoffs when we get there Marcus Smart's going to try to cover a Paul George-esque or if you're in the Eastern Conference you're talking um, Giannis Giannis, one of these guys that's a lot bigger than he is and he just gets dominated dude and it's just the size factor Um, Marcus Smart the other night against Kawhi uh Held him to like one of seven. I yeah, think. and he he held he held Jason job. Tatum held him four to four of twelve too. Yeah, so, I mean they just uh, I, I think if you lose Smart, you're losing like everyone else's defense suffers as well. I feel like Smart's like a like Al Horford kind of guy where it's like he's like he's like the glue of the team honestly. Like, yeah, you, you a guy, need, a guy you need the, Smart. A guy in the locker room, a guy that's been there. Like on, like honestly, it's pretty crazy to say like even though like Tate like Tatum Brown and Smart like they're all like. 23, 24, Tatum's 21, like, Brown's 21, too. Like, they're all young guys, but, like, they're, like, veterans, like, for, right. the, for the Celtics. Yeah, hey, like, Tatum <laughs> has been in the league since he was, what, 18, 19? Yeah, but yeah. they've been with the Celtics their whole, like, obviously their whole career, so. Right. 
Texas Tech just blew that game in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah, they did. You have two free throws to tie the game and send it to ultimately OT, and you miss the well, first one. Well, misses here, and then they Yeah, you need three. to miss one or two. Um, anyways, I'll get back to my original point. Duke-UNC, great game. Um, classic rivalry uh, up there in the, the ranks of best rivalries in sports. Uh, Trey, Trey Jones to throw it off the... Which you never see that. A dude trying to throw the ball off the rim to re-get the rebound because you physically can't score as much points as you need. Uh, crazy. Crazy talk. Uh, that was awesome to see. Uh, I didn't watch it personally as a huge Duke fan. I just saw they were down 12 at half and just forgot about it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Duke's going to lose Because UNC is not what they were supposed to be. Yeah. It's not, like would, a, it's not the typical game they have. Yeah. I watched that second half along with the prelims for the UFC, so I was flipping back and forth. But that second half of the game, holy shit, that I... Is it Trey Jones on Duke, the point guard? Yeah, so he'll be a, he'll be a first yeah, rounder yeah. this year. He... When he... When that game went into overtime, it was like... It's like, all right, Trey Jones is taking over. And he did. He literally, I think he scored. He literally scored. I think it was like, it was something crazy. It was like 22 out of like 19 out of Duke's points. Or 19 out of 20. <laughs> geez, I said the backwards. I was like, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> 19 okay. out of 22, like Duke's point, like Duke's points. It was cra- like, he just, he carried the team for the last like overtime and like last like four minutes of the game. He just took over. That's why he stayed. Uh, you saw Barrett go to the NBA, you saw Zion Williams go to the NBA, you saw um, Cam Reddish go to the NBA, and he made a smart decision for himself there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hold, on. Hold on. Three ball. This could, <laughs> oh. be, this could be something. What are you... <laughs> you fucking knucklehead. Oh, why do you get fouled? Now you get two free throws. You gotta do what Trey Jones just did. Perfect time to talk about him. Anyways... Um, I think he was. The bench was like that fucking jackass. Yeah, you got to get the, you pass the ball up. Next guy, take a shot. I mean, I know no one listening to the podcast is watching the game. We're walking, watching, so I'll get back on track. But uh, yeah, no, I think it was really smart for him to stay at Duke. Um, he knew he had another good recruiting class coming in. Um, they've shown they're not as good as the team last year, but they can easily make that Final Four run this year. Um, happy to see him because. I personally felt like he felt disrespected with those top three guys. They were the one, two, and three recruit, respectively, coming out of high school. And he he's just a very good point guard. If you watch him play uh, freshman year, he had the best turnover to uh, assist ratio at like 5.1, which is insane. Uh, so glad to see him back. Uh, I'll move on to the next point so we don't keep rambling on one point. We got like six, seven points here. Um Gonzaga slash San Diego San Diego State University. Will one of those teams lose before the conference turning? So not including when they go and play in the conference turning, you get the automatic bid. My answer is yes. And if I were to just pick a team, I think it's San Diego State. Um, if if you ask me that question, I'd say yes. If you ask the question, will one of them lose, including the conference attorney? Absolutely. I'm not confident with saying yes. I think San Diego State will probably slip up one of these games. Just too much hype riding behind them. A team that didn't have much these last couple years. And then I think Gonzaga just runs the table. Uh, They've proven they're good. They played against top 10 teams early in the year. So what do you guys think? Will the team lose? Will Gonzaga at San Diego State lose before the conference attorney? Which is roughly about a month away, so give or take six to eight games. Scrap, you want to go first? Yeah, um, I gotta go Gonzaga because I feel, I feel like they always, they don't have a strong strong schedule, 
and they play like these shitty teams and just fucking put them out in the gym yeah and so like they go into the tournament and then they finally play like let's just say like like going into this year they'll play like a team like michigan that will probably give them trouble and yeah. it'll be like it will be a good game and so i don't know I, I'll, I'll take my chances with san diego state just because they're still undefeated, right? Yeah, they yeah. haven't lost yet. Shrab, I think you misunderstood the question. Yeah, the, the, I think <laughs> oh, you did too. My bad. <laughs> no, will one of the teams lose before the conference tournament? So, like, you know, the ACC, Big 12. Yeah, not the, not the big not tournament. Not the big tournament. The free tournament that gets All you the right, automatic right, right. bid. My bad. My bad. So there's six or A seven games. Six, <laughs> six or seven games before that happens. Um. All right, then Gonzaga. You think Gonzaga? <laughs> to my point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? What do you think? Uh, I agree with you, Reen. Uh, I think if there is a team that loses before, it's got to be San Diego State because Gonzaga. You see the team, regardless of roster, they come into the tournament thirty and two, thirty one and two, whatever. Uh, Every but, year, too. right? But to your point, I do think that one or if not both of these teams has to lose a game before the conference tournament. I mean, I mean in the conference tournament, I should say, if you include both. That's a tough loss on the book. <laughs> that was. It's early. <laughs> it's it's early, but they um like I was saying, I I think if you put like you said, you asked me and Gonzaga or San Diego State loses conference tournament or before, without a doubt, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if both do. Yeah, but one of them, if you include the conference tournament, has to lose a game. I I highly doubt San Diego State goes in the tournament. Walks in the I think that's also a bad look for them. It is if they don't experience losing before the tournament, because I think you're out of your banana brain if you think San Diego State walks in the. Uh, March Madness they're just not a proven team yet I mean granted I'm probably going to take them if it were to end today I'd probably put them in my Elite Eight uh, solid team that it's prob- so hard to say that because like there are teams like Michigan who are going to be way back in the field who and, can and t- I don't take know out you, a one seed or they, two seed Michigan's on the bubble right now so that's interesting and then uh, did you see my tweet the other day about or I think it was last night that if, if Sparty loses today at like 4 o'clock mm-hmm. they're playing Maryland um, Sparty's one of those seven to ten seeds that yeah. could easily walk to the final right. four. Uh, one of those teams that like makes me or how I should rephrase that. Um, those type of teams that walk as a seven to ten seed are usually well coached with a very good roster that underperformed in the regular season. They have a chip on their shoulder. I.e. Michigan. I.e. Michigan State this year. Um, those are my two good examples of teams that could easily walk as a seven or ten seed right to the final four, beat your two seed in the second round, uh, just because they played them all year. They played two seeds all year. Michigan's played Gonzaga already. States played the Big Ten. The Big Ten's got a bunch of two seeds that could be potential two seeds in the March Madness. So we'll see with that. Yeah, it's always interesting. I, I think honestly, the bracketology part of it, and like breaking it down, like Joe Lunardi stuff on ESPN and. All the work he does, like I think that is almost more exciting than the tournament itself sometimes. Because I mean, you get some games that are just boring. But I yeah. mean, I the the first weekend has got to be my favorite with all these teams that you don't get to see play, and they come in and take down a powerhouse, like, yep. a, a fourteen over a three seed or something. Like I love that. That's yeah. awesome. It's great. It's so fun to watch, and the Cinderella stories are great. And then like uh, then they build programs that are good for years to come, like VCU. Butler, like the yeah. teams like that that had one, like say Gordon Hayward at Butler, like with Brad Stevens, they make two deep runs, and then Butler's competitive for the next ten years. Yeah, they get credibility after like, that. So, like, and VCU, then Brad, like, Steven, Brad Stevens gets a coaching job. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but like VCU, same thing. Not a ton of like studs have gone to VCU, but they play great team basketball and they're always around in the tournament after a uh, Final Four appearance. 
yeah, like 2011, maybe. Yeah, if I, I, uh, I, I have a lot of the years that the teams went to the Final Four. VCU was in there. I think it was yeah around the 2011 era, maybe 2012. And then, like a team now, like Wichita State. Yep. With Ron Baker, Van Vliet, like those guys. Uh, shit, who was the small forward? He's in the NBA. Lavert. No. Karis Lavert. Yeah, Karis Lavert. I think he, I, I think he did go to Wichita State. Uh, they, they had three players that were very solid. Again, they went to Elite Eights, Final Fours. Like they, and now the program's on the up and up, and they they play competitive games against like University of Kansas or Kansas University, KU. <laughs> KU. Yeah, Kansas <laughs> University, whatever. Fucking. Yeah, it's stupid. all the same as long yeah, as the university's tagged to it. Um, my last point on college hoops, I'll obviously chime in with these two. Um, I like to see that ACC is not the power conference this year. Like I said about Duke and how they had those three stud players last year. You had Duke, you had Virginia, uh, you had a very, a very above average UNC team last year. Um, and you saw Virginia fall off this year. You saw UNC fall off and then... Duke's kind of holding their own. Um, and then, like, you know, your mid-tiers are just average again. Your Pittsburghs, your BCs, um, your Virginia Techs, your Georgia Techs. Like, no one's standing out. The only one that's really standing out to me is Duke this year. Um, to that point, I love to see the Big 12 this year, yep. which I think is definitely going to be interesting uh, being the power conference, you got Baylor at number one and uh, Kansas at number three. Oregon. You got Oregon. No, they're Pac-12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I think I think and then Texas Tech's in there. We just watched them lose today. They're 24, 24 seed. I mean, they were in the finals last year. Yeah, they're in the final four. They lost a couple guys, but I think it's super cool to see um, power restored in non-ACC teams. It's kind of like if football were to. Like, you know, if the SEC were not to be a powerhouse anymore, I think that'd be very... Like, if it went to the Pac-12. If it went to the, the Pac-12 or, or, like, the Big Ten, Big 12, I think that'd well, be, like, Big really cool. And, like, how we've been saying this all year, we don't know what's going to happen. I think the biggest thing is ACC is not the powerhouse this year because, like I said, Duke, UNC, uh, Virginia, you only got one of those three that might even make the tournament, which is crazy to think about. If you were to sit here a year ago and tell me... Um, <laughs> pick your two teams that aren't going to make the tournament and you had duke unc and virginia especially virginia coming off a title a title you know winning a title i would be like you're crazy to say that two of those three teams aren't going to make the tournament so i think it's super cool to see the power go over to the big 12 uh i don't think it'll hold up all year because uh, baylor's got to play kansas um they got to play people got to play in the uh the tournament the conference tournament so it'll be interesting to see where power restores at the end of the year between Baylor, Kansas, uh, those type of teams in the Big 12. Well, it's pretty crazy to like look at like a team like Virginia. Like they're probably going to be like a eight or nine seed. Like they're going <laughs> to be right if, if, if they get in. Yeah, they got to win a couple more games before you can guarantee that. Like the team that won it last year and now they might not even get in or they're going to be like a pretty high seed. That's a wild three years. <laughs> I was just yeah, about to say wild. that's a roller coaster, dude, to lose to the 16th <laughs> so, seed. Yeah, first time ever they lose to UMBC. 
then they win the title and now they might not make the tournament like that's worse than losing to UMBC that's fucking <laughs> yeah I think I think that might be worse too than losing to a six. I mean you don't seed. even get there to have the chance yeah right? to have the chance yeah because you were a one seed you got caught off guard they played a good game whatever like shit happens then you back your talk up the next year and you, you win, win your title and, and you're then like, now you're not right. even going to get in like what the hell is going on yeah makes me like Virginia's defense is unreal. Doesn't dude, matter if they're good dude, or bad. Like their defense are, is always unreal. They are the game. most boring team to watch play a game of basketball. Their games are literally like fifty-seven to like fifty-two. Mm-hmm. Like I understand so people like, who like enjoy watching good defensive like football teams, but watching a good defensive like I, I hate it. I can't stand watching Virginia basketball. It is the most boring thing I've ever seen. Like. I, I said it on the last podcast. Like I hated watching playing, uh, watching Syracuse play too. Like yeah, when they go into that zone, zone. yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. boring. Like yeah. it's just fucking pass back and forth, which, run out of time on the shot clock. It makes sense for them. They they make it work, and I'm not blaming them. But also, can we talk about that? Because I feel like zone is like, I feel like when you get to like college basketball or NBA, I feel like a zone is like really easy to just kind of break down. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Like unless you have like serious height in the middle. I feel like break like breaking down a zone is really fucking easy. Yeah, I'd say NBA for sure. <laughs> College, it's still kind of iffy because yeah. you can just have bigger and better players like running the zone, like Syracuse has in the past. But yeah, NBA, I think that's kind of a joke. Like when you get to the, the athleticism of those guys, it's, it's like, almost like an all-star game. Right? It's like, <laughs> what's the point? Like, why would you not man up on somebody? I get it. I get a good. Especially squat. like in a basketball court, it's like pretty narrow. Like, yeah, it's not that like everyone's that athletic. It's not hard to. Yeah. Control one guy. I don't know. It doesn't make a ton of sense. This, uh, I'm not a basketball coach, so... This, uh, this question just popped in my head. It wasn't something I planned on talking about. Um, do you think that come March for the tournament, what do you value more? Do you value, like, a combo package in the backcourt, or do you like front court? Like, do you like, like a solid big man or a combo of the two? Um, pick one of the three. Do you like, you know, having two solid guards that can control the ball? Do you like having two big guys that can dominate another team's bigs because they're not as large? Or do you like having like a solid one and like a, a go-to five? Well, I don't know. I look at I look at a team like Kansas. Like they have the big man, well, whatever his name is. Azabuke. Yeah, who's a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. Who just... Dude, he's the one who swung at a through the chair, right? <laughs> no, that was D'Souza. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But, like, they have guys like that on Kansas who can just, like, rebound and it's basically bigger, stronger than everyone. Yeah. I never and trust and, Kansas come tournament time, and, though. And, I never do. And they, lo- they, lo- they lose these, like, games to in-conference teams that I feel like they should, like, blow the fuck out. And yeah. I don't know. You look at teams like that and, like, go- like going to your question, it's like, I don't know. I'd rather... I feel like if you had a point guard and a, like a center, like a little like Steve Nash, Dwight Howard type yeah. of deal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> college basketball, they're pretty good. Uh, but like, some, like I, I feel like a point guard and like having like a good big man, like you're definitely like especially a point guard, a point guard that can defend. I feel like that. Yeah. Like you need that. I'm gonna like rank them one thing. through three because I can't actually pick. I guess between one and two, but I'd say one for me would have to be a strong backcourt. Then I would have the combo of big man, guard, and then the front court. Because I yeah. feel like we've seen it in years past. Like, Purdue always comes in with twin <laughs> foot 2 guys. Yeah. And they shit the bed in the turn. Like, it, they suck. Agreed. But you find these teams, like smaller school teams, I like say like Curry and Davidson, whatever. Like, I mean, that's a rare example. But you find teams that, it's like, hey, they have strong backcourt. They're senior-led team. Uh, point guard, shooting guard combo, and they possess the ball, but they shoot well, they take care of it. It's like, okay, I want the team that turns the ball over less 
and can shoot lights out if they have to, rather than, okay, we got to force it down low to these big guys, and they can't get it done. So, I mean, I, it's, valuable, it's valuable to have any of those combos. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, yeah, little. I mean, you're better off having a fantastic <laughs> duo than a team of shit players, obviously. But For I, sure. But I definitely go backcourt, combo, then frontcourt. I yeah. like that. I'd probably go combo because I feel like your team is more well-rounded if For you sure. have a good guard and a good big man. And then I'd go uh, backcourt with guards, and then I'd go frontcourt. Um, like you said, we see it all the time where these good teams lose in the tournament when they have dominant big men, and they just find a way to shut them off. I mean, and shit, look at, it. look at Arizona and DeAndre and they lost to fucking yep. Buffalo. Yeah, They were a what, five seed? I think it was 5-12. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 5-12 yeah, 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 game. Five, 12, so, I mean, that 12. is the most common upset in the tournament, but... I think it might have been four. It was a four thirteen. Yeah, it was a little closer. Yeah. Um, I was watching that game. I picked Arizona to win it all because of eight. And I'm like watching the game. I'm at the cask. It's like noon on a Thursday, first game, whatever. I'm like, okay, my bracket's done already. That's fucking sick. Like, thanks, eight, you douchebag. So uh, excited to go watch games just all day. Right Thursday, Friday, not a problem. Can't beat it. Honestly, it's the most entertaining, really. I remember being in high school, like constantly, just like going to the bathroom in class, just checking my phone, like watching games. Oh, I had, I had, I had like a. You had support. No. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I had, I had computer class like last block during uh, March Madness of senior year, so I literally would just, just go straight on the computer, supposed to do some shit, obviously not get it done. You're like still playing that like Taken game we had to do in the seventh (laughs) grade. And no, I just load up like the CVS like, like live streams yeah. and just watch just watch it. Have a great time. Computer. What computer class did you take senior year? Ah, uh, I don't know. Joshy Burnham was in there. That doesn't help at all. I wonderful person. I mean, it might have might have not been senior. Year. It might have been junior year. Was it like Quip? Did you take Quip, the printing class? <sighs> well, I don't know what other computer class you take. I, I know you had to take it was one. A girl teacher, I know that. <laughs> Okay, I probably wasn't equipped then. Um, was it just like a regular keyboarding class? It wasn't. No, it wasn't keyboarding. It was like pro. It was programming. <laughs> There's no way you took a fucking programming <laughs> class. Not a chance. That's why I'm so fucking intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <sighs> All right. Well, we're gonna go into the bathroom, but uh, I had what? two things on my list. Yeah, what are these? What do you got? What do you got? I mean, I wanted to talk non-sports today, really. So I, we'll get into that in a bit. But uh, <laughs> the only thing I really had about college basketball is the USF layup to cover the spread as time expires. I think they were plus six or plus five and a half, and they were down uh, seven points or whatever at the end of regulation. USF guard goes down the fucking court in three seconds and lays it in as time expires to cover, and it was absolutely wild. Uh, th- I mean, I don't know. I guess my question is scrap. Did you see that? Uh, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was in the bathroom, and I knew exactly what you were saying, and yes, I did see that. I'm literally having a fucking conversation looking at it was scrap. Hu- it was Houston UCF, right? Yeah, and scrap's filming yeah. me talking, and I go, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? What? Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're good fucking for, looking good, right at Good me. for the viewership. Just <laughs> yeah. ask a good question. Just what? Just yeah. Okay, I guess I'll talk about the one thing I want to talk about. Huh? Um, okay. I thought that was pretty crazy too. There was like three seconds on the yeah. clock. They rolled the ball. He got it. Just and he or it was like five seconds. He grabbed the ball. 
kind of like decided not to go score and then he was just like wide open so he just went and scored yeah right and then just laid it up and bu- buzzer ends i saw uh a video on Barstool where someone had negative five and a half and then the kid buries the free throw to put him up six so he's yeah. got the cover and they think he thinks he's they're just gonna run it out four seconds the and then he just runs down the yeah. court lays it up and he's like sitting there he's like no threes no threes which made no sense because if they hit a three you don't cover and if they you right. know it was more like you got he should have been rooting <laughs> for hitting score, hit, right? yeah you? hitting your free throw and then don't <laughs> score and then they just go down and score it I felt that on a spiritual level. Yeah, that, your do you guys think he had money on the game? game? <laughs> what? That guy. What? That, oh, make, that, that makes me to believe like, that, that they do. Like or like Vegas. Why calls would it. he? Like why would he do that? Yeah. Well, well I, I mean, you that, saw it like, in the Kansas Kansas State game. You saw them fucking swinging chairs at each other afterwards. Like, I don't know. The whole thing was crazy to me. I, I'm a firm believer. Play until the whistle. I mean, yeah, the game is over. You don't really have a chance to win. But like, fuck it. You want you want to pad your stats if you can. The uh, other thing I want to talk about for college basketball was uh, some more big news about the podcast. We, uh, we're we looking to do live coverage of Selection Sunday. How we're going to do it, I don't know. I do have a camera, but where we're going to be, what we're going to talk about, how it's going to go down, unsure. We also have Twitch, so we can, right, have, so we can I, have some fun. Well, Scott, that's what I mean where I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going to be on Twitch. I don't know if we're going to do like a live stream on like, YouTube or whatever, like Facebook Live, like something like that. I don't know. Like... We'll figure it out. We're gonna uh, put our put our minds together and figure out what we're gonna do there. Uh, well, Reno and I will think about it. Scrap Scraps is gonna show up and do it. He's <laughs> he's not allowed to brainstorm. <laughs> uh, but that's all I really had on college basketball right now. I mean, I'm excited for the upcoming month. Really, month and a half. I'm not. Okay. Well, I am. <laughs> My bookie is. He's like he's <laughs> yeah, like this exactly. last month is great. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a lot of chatter being thrown around. No, I, I just I love tournament time. So fun to watch. So fun to follow. Uh, until then, I don't really know. Uh, scrap. <laughs> wow. Scrap's one point is fucking ridiculous. Here we go. Just saw it for the first time. Here it goes. Um, my one point that I want to talk about: WTF? What the fuck is college basketball this year? Because let me tell you, I don't know what the fuck it is. No, that's not what it said. You wrote what the fuck is college basketball. <laughs> Yeah, what is college basketball? I'll tell you. I put <laughs> a, a bet a month ago on Harvard, minus four against, like, Dartmouth. Another, like, Ivy League school, like, in-conference game, you know. They gave you some at, books for baseball, right, Dartmouth? You almost got into Harvard Dartmouth, did, right? Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you did share a campus with Harvard for a bit, correct? They go, this kid's an exceptional <laughs> baseball player. Let's check out his GPA. Like, oh, all right, shit. on to the next one. <laughs> no, GPA might have been all right. It was the... Uh, SAT scores. SATs that really did me in. <laughs> At Harvard or Dartmouth? <laughs> oh, fucking oh, At Marshall God. High, what do you <laughs> mean? Anywhere you look. Speaking, um, of, speaking of that, uh, Pat Cunningham <laughs> lost the... Lost our fantasy football league, and he signed up for a mid-March SAT, which is a loser punishment. So that's coming up. That'll be exciting. Yeah, so that's, what, 50 bucks to, to do it, and it's like <laughs> six hours of your Saturday just gone taking the fucking SAT. Tailgate that. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be there tailgating, but I just I think if I was him, I would walk in and ask the person, be like, how much do I have to like fill this out? Yeah, and then leave. <laughs> and then leave. Yeah, no chance. I'm saying, I would, I would doing leave. The I, I would, nope, let me just call me a, Call me a bitch. I signed up for it. I paid for it. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd, I'd sign <laughs> That's up. That's the end of it. Like, yeah, you have I'd to, sign you up, have to scribble, go. I'd scribble and go. But I mean, some of our friends, if they did lose, 
not going to throw out names, probably would have helped them. If they went in and took this SAT seriously, might help them for a future job or future schooling, if you will. I think that would have not helped me. <laughs> I'm very, I mean, I don't think I'd do as well as I did in high school, but I'm very interested to see how Scrap would do on the SATs right now. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do they that. They changed the scoring, though. Yeah, that yeah, should be one of our episodes. You can only, the highest you can get is like a... 1200 or something or 1400 1400 yeah yeah when we took it it was out 2400 scrap what'd you get i don't know okay we won't we won't disclose it i know what scrap got because it got sent to my house by mistake and i opened it and i was like oh yikes yeah i got got credit for the name writing the name down (laughs) i think i got a 1420 not good at all but i think i got a 1650 and i knew i was going to community college i was like all right i'm I'm fine with that never been a good test taker (laughs) yeah retweet that (laughs) like subscribe retweet um at reno (laughs) at reno at follow at reno tfc please (laughs) hit the bell for uh notifications (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously college basketball what is it this year because the the in especially the in-conference games like you can talk all right perfect example kentucky first half has lost um lost the first half to vanderbilt two times times they faced them and like they were like the first time they played kentucky was minus 11 and a half first half um and they didn't they uh vanderbilt won they were up six so they didn't even come close to that so, I don't know, you just look at, like, these in-conference games this year, and it's, like, like another team to look at, Auburn. They've been struggling. They've had really shitty first halves the last, like, two weeks. And then second halves, they, like, they just kill it. So, that's, like, a, a good team to kind of lie bet and keep an eye on because, like, they're all, like, I just, I don't know. Scrap, I feel like this <laughs> happens every year in college basketball, but you just notice it more this year because you've been betting. Like, um, now you follow it clo- like more closely. It might be, like, more extreme than other years, but, like... I'll just say... I feel like shit like this happens I'm just year. a betting man. <laughs> I, that's it? That's all I have to say at the yeah. end of that? Okay. I, I feel like this year there's less star power than we've seen in years past. Like... Yeah. There's always been, in, in my opinion, the last five, I mean, even ten years, you can look back and be like, okay, there's... Like Zion. Except, except for the one year RJ. when it was uh, the dude who went to UNLV. Anthony, Anthony something. Anthony uh, Bennett. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of that, you're like, there's always seemingly been a consensus number one pick. Or like stars coming out of college. They got Lonzo Ball at number one this year. <laughs> Lamella? Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Lonzo's <laughs> back in the draft. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I can't necessarily disagree with that one. I mean, the kid's a stud. I mean, I know he plays overseas, but he's I mean, shit, Luka Doncic played overseas. He's fucking nasty. I bet they want to redo that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, DeAndre Ayton, big body athletic guy. Like, okay, I can, like, there have been guys, I mean, there's not an Anthony Davis every year. But, I mean, even, like, Tatum should have been number one. But, like, there's always a guy like that or a couple guys on teams that stand out. But this year, like, I haven't, I feel like that's missing a little bit. I don't Compared know. To I'm years just, past. I'm just going to say betting in general. So, like, I've only done it. I've started, I don't know, let's just say four or five months ago. I haven't been doing it too long. It's it's just so weird to, like, look at lines and how Vegas is so spot on. Oh, yeah. And be, like, and especially teams that you, like, 
Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The other night, I bet, I bet against the Celtics against the Clippers. Definitely shouldn't have done that. But it's just like, well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, like, yeah, you lose, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But it's like, well, <laughs> fucking ten minutes ago, you're like, oh, I can't wait to win my money. Like, but it's crazy to like look at lines where they like they had the Clippers at I think they were mon- or one plus one and a half. So it was like, all right, you look at a line, it's like plus, and you think like I don't know, it's just. When you really get into betting and like look at like real like really start to look at like teams overall and not like your hometown teams and look at all like all that shit, it it kind of puts a different perspective into like what you watch, what you're gonna bet yeah. on, and like how you do it. Yeah, you, you get a much wider view. Yeah. Of sports. I, I think the definition for sports betting, or not the definition, the saying like <laughs> "scared money don't make no money" is so true. Like if you go through my bets today like oklahoma state <laughs> i took texas tech the ranked team on the road only favored by three you're sitting there saying well texas tech's been pretty established all year they're a solid team they've been to the final four last year you would think like a, a stupid better at ie myself scrap sitting right next to me would be like texas tech as we were sitting at his house saying like let's take the live line of them winning you would think texas tech would be a smart bet and then you don't bet Oklahoma State, who's 12-12 and 12 this year, and then they end up upsetting Texas Tech by three points. Uh, I think it just goes to show um, that if, you, if you're, if you like, I think it was Jimmy Manning said it best, if you're not scared taking a bet, then don't even take it. Because if you're if you're the confident about it, it's probably not going to hit. Yep. Because if everyone was that confident about it, Vegas wouldn't make money. It's similar to the lottery um, where, like, if, you know, if everyone could win, everyone would do it. But nobody right. wins, so not the fair share ta- does it, and the fair share that does do the lottery loses. So yeah, I mean the saying for the lottery is uh, it's a tax on stupid people. Yeah, and, I mean <laughs> that's probably fair. I mean if you have the money to actually like, uh, it's it's dumb luck. I mean that's re- not even one close day, to right? betting, but one day. I mean if you hit the fucking <laughs> mega million lottery, like. You're not a strategic lottery player. No, and it's usually random. But what I was trying to say, it's like, if you have that money to throw ten bucks at it every now and then, fine. Like you, you have to know that ten dollars is gone. Like if you are going in there actually thinking you're gonna win, <laughs> then you're you're kind of dumb in my opinion. Like the the odds are just absolutely ridiculous. If you do win, good for you. I mean, uh, happy for you. That's a life changing amount of money, but not gonna happen. No, not at all. Scrub, you want to talk about Valentine's Day before we go? Uh, not really. Just kind of, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> he, I was, don't know. he was it, so excited <laughs> to talk about Valentine's Day. No, he wrote it down on our fucking piece of now paper. Now the reality. Oh yeah. Man. You want to talk about it? No. It I, was, I was gonna pull up like a couple like like stati- uh, statistics. Yeah. I can't even say it. Yeah. Uh, pull up. <laughs> you some, can't spell some, it some stats. There you go. <laughs> and um. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like for guys, it's just like a holiday that sucks. Like you're just kind of trapped into it. All right. How like, about this? Rank, <laughs> rank the hol- the major holidays. I, I'm, is Valentine's Day a major holiday? I see. No. I don't really count holidays. Uh, major holidays if you get, you get work day off. off. And work yeah. Okay. But that means like President's Day. <laughs> exactly. Like Martin Luther King Fuck Day. Fuck that. I don't even get a day off on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Really? No. I mean. So, yeah. Well, Martin Luther King Day, I was going to say, but like that's a way bigger deal than Valentine's Day should be. But it's kind of not. Um, why that is, is up to you to decide, but it, that's just reality. Uh, people get way more hyped for Valentine's Day than Martin Luther King Day, for people I know. Anyway, 
Rank the holidays then, Scrap. <laughs> Major um, holidays. So we're talking like honestly. Give your power right. three. All right. No, so, five. Top five. Top five holidays in order. All right. So I'll go last. If I was start drunk, at five and if, go go up or down, I guess. Or down. Well, go start from five and work your way to your all favorite. Right. Alright, I'm just gonna say my top three because I don't, I only have top yeah three. no top five is kind of <laughs> yeah. hard. All right, so if I was younger, I obviously would say Christmas. I think Christmas is just like everyone's, or I'd say a lot of people's favorite holiday. But now that I'm older, I honestly my favorite holiday, my number one is Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's I really that's gotta go with Thanksgiving. Like I really don't like Christmas is just kind of like whatever. Now that I'm older and. You have to buy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that it's not all about you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Thanksgiving is definitely my top one. It's just, you see, like, it's a good time to, like, see family, hang out with family. You get to booze. You got Black Friday shopping. Like, you just, it's kind of like that whole day and a half, two days, just kind of like, just kind of literally a blackout. <laughs> I was going to say, like, that's so nice of you, Scrap. Like, you see your family, and then he just goes, you black out. Like, ah. For two days yeah. straight. Okay. Uh, I mean, Scrap, you jumped from Christmas not being ranked as one or two. Oh, or well, all right. I just, one, I'm going to do top finish. three. Sorry, no, Thanksgiving's finish. my top one. All right. Christmas is in there somewhere. Like, okay, that's a um, great list. Thanksgiving one, Christmas two. I got, I'll go Halloween third just because, like, you can get, like, a little freaky, a little <laughs> horny. That's <laughs> crazy. You can dress up. <laughs> if I were to rank my top three, I'd probably say I don't want to put a Halloween in there because <clears throat> I, I think it's overrated. It is, for sure. Definitely. Honestly, hot take. I think every holiday is overrated. No, it yeah. is. Like, I mean, I think, older, I think Scrap, I, yeah, I think Scrap brought up a good point. When you get older, like, holidays aren't like they used to be. Like, Halloween would probably be num- a close number two to Christmas when I was, like, 12 years old. Now that I'm older and I'm working and, you know, I got to pay for stuff. Dude, um, Halloween as a homeowner has got to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, that's a lot of candy. Yeah. If you live in, a, like, a neighborhood, neighborhood I, like, you do read, yeah. like, Black Mom. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, no, that's it's a, a ton lot, of money lot on candy. to deal with. Um, one to three, I'd probably go, I'd probably go Christmas one. I know you got to, like, buy presents, and, like, if you look at it on that end, that sucks. But, like, also, you get some, like, like I said, as you get older, like, dude, getting socks on Christmas is fucking great, man. Underwear and socks that you, like, have been saying you need a pair of underwear and socks for, like, the last 10 months and you have been so lazy Dude, and you haven't got it socks. exactly so you get like some underwear socks a couple sweatshirts sweatpants that's Perfect. awesome to me i mean you that. spend the money but it's also like uh there's a good feeling of buying a good present for somebody yeah um so i'll put christmas one give me thanksgiving two um good food good vibes haven't seen the family in a while two-day blackout yeah two-day button now uh i mean personally my family we usually do like a cookout in the summer if we can get the whole gang together so you spend a very long time seeing like the cool relatives that you like uh within like easter to thanksgiving so it's good to catch up with everybody have a good time eat some good food uh, go to bed early because you're tired after eating all that food. So I'll put Thanksgiving two, and then I'll put Easter three. Easter, not a religious <laughs> guy, but uh, another holiday that's good food, um, family, Candy. family time. Um, and I love that ham is like a thing on Easter. How do you make ham? Is oh, so good. good, so good. The right cooked ham, just top five. All right, you guys fucked up big time. Uh, Wait before before you go. What? 
I feel like we live in a like town where like July like July. That's 3rd what, is you like, just stole my thunder. Yeah, we say July third <laughs> slash fourth. July third and St. Patrick's Day are like probably like. There's two like as as adults, St. <laughs> Patty's Day is far better than Halloween. Yeah, yeah. like that's yeah. that's an ultimate. Like thinking think like, about it now, I just yeah. kind of thought about it. Like, what's, what's, like there's so many that like, don't <laughs> yeah. come straight to mind because I think Halloween's overrated as fuck. Always have. Oh yeah, definitely. Thanksgiving for me overrated as well. I hate dressing up too. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that, it's you gotta, it's now it's all just about spending money for everything. Thanksgiving, if you're not hosting, you know you're not spending money. Just get good food, fine, good with that. But like, my family's so small at this point that it's like. There's like six of us for Thanksgiving or seven. Like people are like, I have twenty person Thanksgiving. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. For me, it's like I see these people all the time. Like it's not anything special. Yeah. We just eat more food. We eat turkey and like some green bean casserole. Like great. It's good. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy. it I love my family, but like not my favorite holiday by any means. Uh, Christmas is my number one. Uh, number two, I'd go third or fourth of July. However you want to phrase it. The third's better than the fourth in Marshfield at least, but fourth is the actual holiday. So. I'll just say fourth, I guess. And then third, I'll go Thanksgiving. Uh, honorable mention, St. Paddy's Day. Yep. New Year's Eve. Yep. So New Year's Day, I guess, is the holiday. I don't know. Well, which one's the holiday? I don't know. But the celebration, New Year's Eve, I think that's better than... Another thing, New Year, New Year's Day, you do like... The Rexham Rangers, you do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do the whole swim in the ocean and like... 20 degree weather yeah put your skimpies on have a little fun <laughs> drink take a shot a couple shots drink, drink the hot soup <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. You, go, you go in there wearing your like borat speedo it's <laughs> lime green like just one piece like stringy <laughs> just shriveled nuts on live call should we take it benny yep yeah live call we got a caller for the pod benny you're live on the podcast right now Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do we got? I don't know. What? Uh, give me give me a lock of the day. I was gonna I was gonna conclude with that. Give me your lock of the day. Uh Providence underdogs at home. Uh, I don't like that, but I don't like that, but I like the I like the take. I like the take. <laughs> Alright, where are you at, kid? I'm driving to coming there. Where is a? Uh, I guess that answered my question. You guys are still there. Yeah, yep. we're we're live. <laughs> All right, well I'm live starving. From New York. So, yeah, no. Yeah, let's get food after this. I'm starving yeah. too. All right, I love that. I'll just come there then. Yeah, yeah perfect. Good stuff. All right, later. Later. Alright, well, that's, oh, that's, that's Benny keep, up for Keep you. that, keep that. I'm gonna keep it. I mean, how fucking boring was that to listen to? I mean, lock, lock of the day, though. I was gonna end that with this, but I'll throw my. I've been choking on I'll throw my. Way. I'll throw my lock of the day. Uh, Maryland plus seven against Sparty. They're on the. Uh, Maryland's on the road. Uh, four losses on the season. They're solid. Michigan State's slipping. I think that every time a line comes out with Michigan State favorite against a good team, Vegas is thinking, all right, Michigan State's got to win one of these big games. Yeah. They keep getting fucking housed by it. So Right. If you, if you say something enough times, it'll eventually come true. Dude, man, yeah. That Mar- mindset. Like, yeah. Maryland is sketchy, though. Dude, they every team is sketchy. Like, 20, no, we talked about it earlier, but Maryland, dude, they're... they're Maryland. Kind of, sorry. <laughs> they, their first halves against some, like, shit teams have just been, like, just... Not Scrap, like stop overanalyzing the first half. 
Yeah. I like if well, the score at the end of the game is what counts in terms of actual. I'm just a big time league. gambler. So yeah, I well, then don't big... bet don't bet Maryland first half then. That, that, I don't. That just scraps <laughs> that's tip why, of the That's why I don't. That just scraps tip of the day. Don't bet Maryland first half. Just don't bet at all. You'll be fine. Uh my lock of the day, I'm gonna set the over under on uh, beers consumed between the four of us, me, Reen, Scrap, Bep. I'm already six deep. Yeah, we're going to set the bar bar from now on. So we're going to set it at 22 and a half. 22 and a half. I'm going over is the lock. Over is the lock, yeah. That's six apiece. I'll go over. Are those drinks or beers? Beers. Uh, you, you might you might lose a little bit from me. Why are you getting rum and cokes? <laughs> yeah, rum and cokes all day, man. Ah, uh, sh- all right. Shadow uh, Ashley at the cash. The line just dropped. Yeah, you got some inside inside information. Yeah, inside the trading line. We're gonna drop it down to uh, seventeen and a half if Reen's getting rum and cokes. <laughs> Unless you're gonna be like Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny when he. Uh, again, you're not a big sunny guy, but it, they do like the Wade Boggs thing where it was rumored he drank seventy beers. On yeah, a I've seen that episode. <laughs> That's a like, good episode. Yeah, he's like. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw a rum and coke. Make it a double. She's like, <laughs> she's like Charlie, like, it's a beer drinking contest. Like, yeah, I just want a stiff cocktail go with my chicken. He's like, why are you eating chicken? <laughs> so it's just, yeah. So Reno's going Wade Boggs today. He's going to have a couple of rum and cokes with his beers. So A couple of adult bevies. Yeah. So if you want to meet us, uh, if you listen to this, come to the cask. Uh, if you get this far into it, then you're a super fan that you've listened as soon as this is published. So good for you. We appreciate the support. Uh, closing thoughts, Scrap Reen. Yep, cheers to that. And grab some beef! <laughs> Anything, Reen? Uh, no, just, just roll <laughs> roll Maryland. Otherwise, my bookie's going to be clapping his hands again. He's going to be outside Reno's house collecting money. All right, we will see you guys next time. Uh, expect us to be releasing on Saturdays now. Sucker!